Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Looking for a judgment-free zone? Are you looking for a host that's an open book? Do you want to discuss the things that we all face in real life with a heavy dash of motivation? you're in the right place welcome to the let me touch you podcast let's get started here's your host barbie hey guys welcome to another week of let me touch you podcast i missed you I'm sure you guys missed us as well. When I say us, you know I'm here with my two favorite Leos. Favorite Leos, y'all fighting today? How you doing? How you doing? Yeah. That was Jay. And, uh, of course, the year with Styles. You know, he had to come back with the year. So, we've been out for two weeks. As you, For those of you who follow me on Instagram... Life has been lifing, and then we took a break for Thanksgiving so we can, you know, enjoy the holidays with our family. How was your Thanksgiving, guys? It was amazing. I had a great Thanksgiving. I, I don't celebrate the death of a whole other culture and people. Sound Sorry, like my brother. It's On what it Thanksgiving is. Thanksgiving Day, while I'm cutting the turkey, he's like, "You know, you foul. Why are you here cooking all this food, celebrating?" He, uh, he reminded me of you automatically. I was like, yo, shut up. What you want? Turkey? I was about to ask him. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why are you within earshot of me on this day eating food? Like, you sound crazy. But, yeah. um, (laughs) Now, I I really, I just think that the older I get and, you know, with the more stuff that I start to read up on, the more research that I do, I can't. You know, I mean, it's just another regular day off because I think it's disrespectful. It is it is disrespectful, especially with me knowing now, not exactly what happened, you know, but the pretty much the outline. I get it, and I'm not doing it. That's disrespectful. That's like somebody celebrating the day that they started slavery. How the fuck would I feel about right. that? Nah, that's real shit though. Oh yeah, and I get it, and I completely respect it. I think you had mentioned it last year. I remember last year hitting you up on Thanksgiving. I was like, "How was your, how's your Thanksgiving going?" You was like, "Barb, you should know me." Like, what's wrong with Thanksgiving? And crazy might sound crazy to y'all, but I didn't know the story story until Styles gave me bits and pieces of it last year. So the older we get, the wiser we become, and then you know. Some people choose to celebrate some things, others don't. You got to respect it. And yeah. then it was a. Uh, I mean, sorry, go ahead, Jay. Nah, uh, yeah, no. Nah, so I celebrated, but I don't celebrate any holiday like like everybody else does, right? But you know, as far as the aspect of getting together with family, that that happens. I have no control over that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, well, yeah, let's hang out and eat. Which is kind of no, I definitely. Out. Huh? I said, which is kind of bugged out too, because that turns into a debate with me. You know what I mean? Same yeah. thing with church and all that other boat stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to do it. 
But yeah, nah, that that's that's crazy because they're like, yeah, but you should, you know, celebrate the fact that just be thankful because I'm like, yeah, I mean, I am thankful, but I'm thankful every day. This specific day that you gave me off is blasphemous at the end of the day. Like we're celebrating the fact that you came over, stole somebody's land, wiped them out with your funky ass diseases and all this other shit on top of your guns. You understand? And then they turn into how do they turn into tenants in their own land? And then you have the fucking audacity to call somebody else an immigrant. Are you dumb? But anyway, I digress. Mm-hmm. Let's let's move on. Now that's that's some info for those that didn't know that. There you go. Okay, so before we get started, um, quick update on Huang. Huang, I've been trying to get that episode going with him, guys. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I'm not sure exactly if he is still up to doing it. So what I just might do is. The questions, because a lot of people have been submitting questions. I don't want you guys to think that you're submitting it for nothing. What I'm going to do is send him those questions and have him, like, send me clips of them. And we can do, like, an episode that way. But a quick update is that, he, you know, he's still in his situation, taking it one day at a time, enjoying each day as it comes. That's the best update I can give. Let's see what happens with that. Let's connect. Now it's time to connect. Let's connect. Okay, so this week's submission was written, and the question is the following. With the holidays approaching, what advice would you give someone who goes through this seasonal depression? Guys, who wants to go first? I'll go last. (laughs) I'm going to let Styles go first. Okay. Um. All right. I, that's a rough one because I do it. I, I become a complete and total recluse during the holidays. Um. I haven't really identified as to why that happens. I was going to ask you that. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, everybody that knows me knows that I disappear on a regular. Just, it's just what I do. I but especially holidays, that's clockwork. You know, you will not, you know, hear from me or. Anything during um, holidays And it's not like somebody passed on those days Or something tragic happened Or I have no idea So uh, at this point in the conversation I am going to be the one that I guess you administer your advice to Along with the person that actually asked the question Because I don't know how to deal with it Okay, so you just shut down You're trying to figure out as well what to do Alright, Jake, go Yeah, so I don't know, I, I think that we have to first find out what the source of depression is, you know, like what's causing us to feel down. And then we have to actively like combat that. So if it's because, you know, maybe you're single or because, you know, maybe you lost a loved one around that time of year and you have to find some way and it's different. It'll vary from person to person, but you have to find some way to occupy your mind and your time doing something that you love. And it's hard to do that when you're in a funk and you're in a depression. But a lot of times, once you get going, your situation, you, you feel better. It's kind of like going to the gym. And I know it's no comparison, but it's, it's kind of like that. Like, you don't want to get up and go, but once you get there, you're glad you went. I don't know about that, but I get what you're saying. It's, the, the, gym, it's the push through. No, no, no. Oh, I know. Well, <laughs> you know, I grew up in the gym, so I already know what it is. Like, that's, that's actually a really good analogy. Um, mm-hmm. Just basically, I mean, 
even to just simplify it just do it when you don't want to do it because after you do it you'll feel better about it the gym analogy works especially for people that have ever tried to you know it's for the people paying the $20 to play in the fitness but never go. But then when they get up and go, they'll go for like two days. But they feel great for those two days and then they don't go for months. That's me. But that whole thing. <laughs> I've paid memberships for a whole year and never freaking went. Went like That's the first too. month yeah. consistently. And I was like, yeah, this is nice, but this is not for me. Um, okay, so my advice, like Jay said, figure out the why. Once you figure out the why, you can figure out how to fix it. Um, I do go through it from time to time. And it varies sometimes. Some years I can go through it because I'm feeling more lonely this year. I've been single for over four years, so. But some years I'm feeling a little more lonely than others. Then there's times where I think back Christmas Eve, a couple, like 14, 15 years ago was a bad day for me. It was a day where the person that I was with left me while I was pregnant. So Christmas Eve can bring, can trigger that negative memory. So as the years went by, like Jay said, I had to figure out ways to make it better. So figuring out the why is the best thing to do. And then you'll get the solution and not dwell on the past, not dwell on the negative. There's always a positive out of every negative. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, you know, fine. If it's loneliness, then, you know, hopefully you have a support system and people that you can spend time with to kind of keep your mind off of, you know, whatever's got you down. Yeah, so having a support system is always a great thing. You don't necessarily have to be in a relationship during the holidays to be happy. You have family, spend time with your family, close friends, just figure it out. I'm sure everything will work out. Heart to heart. It's time for the main topic. Let's have a heart to heart. Okay, so this chapter, today we're on escaping the anxious avoiding trap. This chapter was basically a relationship inventory chapter where you had to take time for yourself, sit down, dig deep on a past relationship and map it out, which I'm sure me styles bored and sleepy because if y'all can see his face right now, it's exactly the face that he's, that he's putting. Did y'all have fun doing this one? Uh, I did I did <laughs> And I say it like that because it was You know it was kind of a stretch I was real lazy and slow Just didn't want to do it But it's like like we said Once I got started it was cool You and me both Because digging deep into something in the past And trying to look at it in a different way It, it, was, it was a lot It was an exercise That was definitely needed I think so basically, for those of you who haven't listened to the chapter, um, the inventory basically asks you to think of either a past or present relationship. You have to write the person's name down, and there's seven different columns where you have to identify seven different things. We each did it, and we're going to share those things with you, right? Once again, I tell you before doing it, make sure you have time for yourself, nice and quiet you're drinking your wine honey whatever it is because it might trigger some emotions but before we get into our inventories i have a question for you guys growing up did you guys have a secure attachment model around you 
like when I was doing this, I did it regarding a past relationship. I didn't use the previous, uh, present one. So I was thinking of the past, and I realized that I didn't have anyone secure back then. I think if I did, I maybe would have handled the relationship differently. I did, uh, my mother, <laughs> and I actually used her for, uh, she was my, <laughs> she was all of them. For, all, for each relationship I used, she was the, the secure base now. Styles, you? Uh, it was, okay, it was a combo. So my mother and my uncle was the father figure in my life growing up. So, so you okay. used them when it came to it. Okay. It sometimes may be helpful to go over the inventory with an attachment-designated person, ADP, such as a family member, a close friend, or a therapist. Being able to turn to someone who is familiar with your patterns when your system goes into overdrive and your judgment is clouded by activation, deactivation, can give you a new and different perspective. Your ADP can remind you of your destructive attachment tendencies and help you move toward a more secure emotional headspace before you act out and hurt the relationship. Okay, so ADP basically is kind of like the secure attachment, the secure person in your life. Have you guys ever been that with somebody? Knowingly? Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Definitely. Say that again. Have you ever been <laughs> an ADP for somebody? Jay, that kind of threw me because normally I'm the one that asks for the question to be repeated. Um, I just want to <laughs> let you know I'm a little dazed and confused right now. Um, but you had that brother get ahead. Yeah, not, not knowingly. I don't think so. No. Styles, you... Can you like recall a situation where you were that for someone and you they called you and how did that conversation go? What did you do to help them in that situation? I mean, oh, whatever. I misunderstood. Oh, so you misunderstood. You want to? You want to? <laughs> um, you want to run it back? <laughs> nah, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm gonna let you run it back. No, I go, go ahead, after Styles. You. God damn. <laughs> All right. Um, so I don't have a specific situation. Um. I guess I could say I don't necessarily want to call it friends or that type of thing, but I am older at work than a lot of my coworkers, and they'll come to me and ask me, you know, my thoughts on X, Y, and Z, you know, because I look like Father Time and shit. So yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> okay, so you're that person for everyone at work. Yeah, and you know what's so funny about it is just because I'm outspoken, they think that I, you know, contain a lot of wisdom with regards to shit like that and have a lot of experience. When in reality, half of the shit that they're asking me, I'm like, yo, it's just common sense. We just rock with that. Sometimes you need to hear it from somebody else, though. You could be thinking, I could be thinking the same thing you're telling me, but hearing it from you sometimes yeah. is just like the validation that I need. Like, all right, I'm mm -hmm. not bugging. If he said mm -hmm. it, you hear that, Wong? Wong, you hear that? I just wanted to make sure he was listening. I'm sorry, go ahead. And Go he ahead, said G. with the G. <laughs> I did. I, I used the G. <laughs> mm -hmm. I say it with a J. Go ahead, J. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously, you know, that's how I got into coaching because people come to me. So, yeah, I definitely misunderstood the premise of the question on the question itself. But, yeah, um, I have, and that is how I got into coaching. Um, I don't know why or how. I think sometimes. I just offered my opinion and people thought it was, you know, decent. And they were like, oh, it makes sense. 
And so, you know, they would continue to come to me and tell others, go talk to him. <laughs> Call Jay. He got the answers. So um, I've been that person for people. Usually, like, if I have a friend that is going through a breakup and she or he wants to call the girl, I'm like, whenever you feel triggered and you want to call them, instead of calling them, call me. Whatever you want to tell them, tell me. That way, you know, if they're trying to keep that distance from them. My secure person recently now is my um, mentor. So recently I had an episode where I was triggered. Um, I'm big on holidays, birthdays. And to me, if someone close to me, special to me, doesn't reach out in those days, I'm triggered, right? So I had someone that didn't reach out. And they reached out like four days later. They called, they FaceTimed me. It's a guy, by the way. He FaceTimed me, and I'm looking at my phone like, this nigga got balls to fucking FaceTime me today? Ignored it. He sends me a voice note. And I'm sure he's listening. And he's like, hey, just want to see how your Thanksgiving was. I was pissed. Like, now? You want to see how my Thanksgiving was? You couldn't even send me a text on Thanksgiving? So before I did my Barbie shit and went in, exploded and said things that I didn't, that I shouldn't have said, I went to her. I let her know exactly what was going on, how I felt, and I asked for validation if what I was feeling was accurate. She agreed, but she told me that, you know, relax, don't handle it that way. He doesn't know that this is a trigger for you, so if he doesn't know this is a trigger for you, you can't explode. It's different if he knows that, then you can't. And I calmed down and I just left it alone because he didn't know that he was doing something wrong. So how can I be upset at him? So I'm glad I have her because of that. So ADPs are definitely needed. Get yourself one. Yo, Jay. What? Did you, did you, um, you reached out to Bob on Thanksgiving? I did not. Me either. All right. So yes, you did, Jay. I said happy Thanksgiving to you. You wrote back. Styles didn't write back, though. But I'm oh, not talking yeah, about you. Okay, well, well, when he said reached out, I thought it was like first, like initiate. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm bad about that on Thanksgiving because I sleep in and, you know, I've been drinking the night before and stuff. So usually no, but I Styles, just I wasn't talking to about you. Me no, I know you wasn't talking about me. I just, you know me, I don't give two fucks about holidays like that. I know you don't. That's why I don't take it personal when it comes to you, especially Thanksgiving. Because I know how you feel about it. But this yeah. Thanksgiving, this that's another thing. This Thanksgiving was one of the first that I wasn't that one reaching out to people. For example, Jay, you're new into, you know, my circle, my life. So that's why I reached out to you and yeah. things like that. But people that normally wait for me to reach out, I didn't do it. If you didn't text me, I didn't text you. Especially <laughs> if I can give two fucks about it. So. Yeah. No, I, I, I can definitely understand that. I what you said, Stocks? Bob, you petty. <laughs> no, I'm tired. <laughs> you petty. I'm tired of being if you that if person. you started if you started the tradition, carry the tradition. Nah. You petty. I'm it not. Go I'm both not. Ways. Yeah, but then it's just maybe it's just too much weight for me to carry. Like you know, what I mean, you it, threw yeah, that responsibility on me. I didn't want to be part of your tradition. It's too weight. It's too much weight for me to carry. Before I was okay. Don't with text me. It. Well, you did, but I, I mean, but you understood that, you know, whatever. We're not talking about you, but you are understood. I know how you are with Thanksgiving, but I would have felt bad not texting you because you're someone that I'm constantly communicating with. You understand? I don't, have, I don't even have an R button on here. I wish I did, but oh, I don't. Shut up. That makes but before sense. the old me, I kid you guys not, I would go through my contacts 
and I was texting everybody. This year, I definitely didn't do it. And I was grateful that I woke up to a couple of messages. So, therefore, you know, there are some people out there that are thankful for me. Some others just are thankful for the things that I can do for them. Or some of them just flipping a fucking bird to the holiday and it's like, you should be thankful anyway. I'll talk to you on Friday. You know your friends. You know your circle. You know your people. So, like I know you. So, I didn't take offense to it. You feel me? Got you. However, you did gift me with that that wonderful post of my little man doing the sturdy, or getting sturdy rather. I appreciated that. That's that should get me lit every day. Yes, Jacob. For those of you who follow me on IG, my youngest, Jacob, one of the twins, he has TikTok and he loves getting sturdy. And I posted it on my page to share it because when I saw it, it had me dying. And but you gotta understand. Been, This kid is nice with it It's not even like he's seven and trying to do it It's like he's seven curating it You understand what I'm saying Like this is my shit That's crazy So when I watched it I was like ooh Ooh." He He took Because I recently went to a 90's party So he took my glasses He took the rope chain He threw all that on He was getting sturdy Yeah the J's on Yeah He was was killing it He was killing it Alright so when it comes to our charts, let's discuss them a little bit. Okay, but before we get into that, right? So what happened was, I did this exercise two weeks ago. Um, uh-huh. No fault, no harm, no shade. But I did it two weeks ago, and I tried to update my laptop today. It was a Windows 11 update. Did that, and the shit put my um my laptop in a boot loop. So I was on the phone with Samsung, and <coughs> pardon me. I was on Try editing that out Um, I was on the phone With With Samsung and Microsoft all day Trying to fix it And it's actually still restoring now So it's up But I don't have any of that stuff Because I had to erase the whole shit Start all over from scratch So I don't have it um, So I'm just going to live vicariously through you guys Alright so Jay Pick one of those relationships I know you said you did three. I did two. Oh, you did two? I did two. Okay. So which one would you like to discuss? Which one what? Which one would you want to talk about? Either or. It doesn't matter. All right. So I'm going to pick one. Now when you pick, um, how many, how long ago was that relationship? Uh, This relationship was probably around 2004. Ooh, ooh, 2009. Okay, so you took it back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I took it further. Mine was an old one. It was like, yeah, I took it back. All right, so yeah. um, the first question is, what is or was the relationship like? What recurring patterns can you recall? So what was the was, relationship like and what patterns did you notice? Yeah, it was very volatile. And argumentative. Okay. The yeah. whole the whole relationship? The entire relationship. Like from like the second week on. Like no shit. Yeah. And how long did that relationship last? About three years. And now that you know what you know, going back to that relationship, would you have ended it early on? Or you still would have stuck by 
a little longer. No, I would have ended it. Hell, I wouldn't have even gotten into it. Like, I wouldn't have made it past the second week, knowing what I know now. Okay. All right. So, column three is... Hold on, my glasses. They're not working too good today. Column three, situations that triggered an activation or deactivation attachment system. Can you recall one of those situations? <laughs> yeah, um... I think I mentioned this particular situation, but I wanted to go to the store. And she was like, okay, I'm going to go with you. She's putting her shoes on. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I kind of been with you the whole weekend. I've been locked up in the house with you. I just want yes. a little time. Yeah, I remember to, that. Yeah, to myself. And she was like, no. And she just started going off. You know, like she lost her mind. She was like, I know what you're trying to do. I used to do the same shit. Yeah. <laughs> she went crazy. All right, so what was your reaction? How did that make you feel? How? It made me angry, irritated, and my reaction was I shut down. Like, I literally shut all the way down. Because I just really didn't want to be bothered. So the communication and the relationship sucked early on. How far into the relationship did that happen? Hmm? Was it like early on when that situation happened? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was probably like that was the first. That was like around the the second week. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. That was the first time that I saw the crazy. Okay. <laughs> See, um, I'm not going to take the bait. I'm just going to listen. No, I'm going to come to you whether you have it or not. I could still come to you. After no, I was so. just. I was triggered by crazy. Point? That's all. The whole, he uh, said you, crazy, you saw so how I, I didn't get triggered. I was I was triggered. Gross. Like y'all trying to drag me into something. Shut up. Um, <laughs> number five. What insecure attachment working model did it activate, and what principles? So did it um, contribute? The way you reacted, did it contribute to an activating strategy or a deactivating strategy? Guys, if you need pointers on what either of those are for the activating strategies, you can listen to episode six, which is the anxious attachment style and deactivating. We speak about that in episode seven, which is the avoidant attachment style. Yeah, it, it literally activated avoidance in me. Which A what? Avoidance. Avoidance? <laughs> I became avoidant towards her, yeah. Which is not like my attachment style at all, but it activated an avoidant type of behavior for me because I just didn't want to deal with the, the BS. Yeah, because you're secure. So basically, whenever she would act up, you avoid her. She wouldn't act up more? <laughs> it depends. Sometimes yes and sometimes no. Like, I think the one thing that she understood about me was that if I push too hard or if I go too hard, he's gonna just completely leave. And that was like her biggest fear. Like, I don't want you to leave. So she was anxious. Was that? She was she definitely was anxious. anxious. Yeah. Okay. I love that after, you know, reading this book, you can listen to certain situations, talk to people, you can kind of figure them out a little set and sign. Okay. How did you lose out by doing things in the avoidant way? I'm sorry. I can't read my own hand right <laughs> That was me a little while ago. Torn. <laughs> Yeah, so because I didn't deal with the situation um, in a healthy manner, it was there was a breakdown in communication, and 
I think the way that I lost out was I failed to put myself in a situation to improve things between us for future occurrences, if that makes sense. That makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah, because if you would have communicated exactly how her crazy was affecting you, it could have been something that could have worked out because she would have known, like, all right, he doesn't like this, this bothers him, let me change that to make it work. So it makes sense. Okay, so now number seven, identify a secure role model who is relevant to the situation and a secure principles to adopt to it. How is he or she relevant? How is what? He or she relevant. So basically you said you used your mom. Yeah, so that's definitely my mom. And and she would have she would have handled that differently. She would have expressed how she felt, why she felt the way she felt, and she would have also went further to express any consequences that would come along had this behavior continued. Yeah, and that's the best way to do it. Definitely. Absolutely. Okay, are you still triggered by things like this? No, not at all. Uh, what's crazy is she and I are actually still friends. Um, I messaged her the other day, actually, <laughs> to ask her opinion on something. So, yeah, no, we it's, it's over and done with. Like, I don't get triggered by it. I don't really think about it. I only thought about it for this exercise. No. Really. All right, so I, I probably worded that wrong. So if you meet a female now, would these characteristics be a trigger yeah. still no, to you? No, no, not at all. Okay, because that's the time went by you learned. Yeah, deal with I've, it you know, yeah, I've grown, I've matured. So no, it doesn't trigger me. But obviously I wouldn't tolerate that type of behavior. And no, he will leave you within the two weeks, ladies. You'll be like, no, time Absolutely. to go. Styles, you ready for me? Thank you for sharing that, Jay. Thank you, Jay. Styles, so the relationship, think about it in your head. How long ago was this relationship you're going to use? Um, let me see. I don't know. How old is my son? My son is 19. 20 next month. Uh, 2002. Let's go back that far. Okay. What was this relationship like and what patterns can you recall um it was an anxious and secure i was the secure and she was the anxious if i'm answering what that patterns correctly what do you mean pattern? there was no patterns that you can recall mm-hmm. that she did things that she did i mean it was a lack of trust you know um a lot of different things that would happen um my son being born for one not having my last name shit like that okay so all the patterns led to lack of trust all right um name a situation that triggered an activation or deactivation attachment system what situations would trigger you so you mentioned your son being born not the not giving him the last name any other situation shit I mean, there were a few, actually. I wrote it all down. It was all on that laptop that was deleted. I believe you. Yeah. (laughs) It took time and effort to dig this stuff up. I can't. I can't. It wasn't wasn't the the best relationship. And I don't think that ever in my life have I ever said that she decided to have a, well, I don't want to say she decided to have a kid, but we had a kid and she trapped me, Um, which is probably 
the silent truth. But um, neither here nor there because I, I love my son dearly, huh? We're gonna we're gonna record an episode on that. <laughs> Keep that in mind. Us three, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um, but give me a trigger, something that she would do to trigger you. Like you're not answering the question. I mean, because it took me, it took me right to that day, the day that he was born, and I go back and sign the birth certificate, and the dude didn't have my name. All right, before she came out pregnant, and she quote unquote trapped you. There what, were, something? I mean, again, it was a lack of trust. You know, there was a lack of trust, but then again, I was running around being an asshole too. So there was a reason for the lack of trust. So I think that you know, I don't even think I know that I caused that because she was absolutely um, a secure person when I got with her. And, you know, just by me being an asshole and running around and doing this, that, and the third, and her, her, and her turned into, like, you know, a whole bunch of bullshit, unfortunately. So, the lack of trust. Mm-hmm. Give me an example of what we what she would do that would show you that she didn't trust you. I mean, that go through my phone. Um, okay, there you go. Go through my phone. Call me when I'm out. I, I believe that Jay had touched on that before. Um, but constantly call me when I'm out. You know, okay, shit you like go. that. Okay, so that's two that you have there. Yeah. How would you react? What were your thoughts? What were your feelings when she would call you when you were out? I, I, I think it was like a that. seesaw effect, actually. Um, because one moment she's up and she's secure. And then... The next minute when she's being anxious, it would, I guess, turn me into an anxious person because, you know, I knew what I was doing to cause it. I was just trying to be a lot more careful about what I was doing, but not willing to stop doing what I was doing to cause it. So I then became an anxious person because when you start seeing um, your the way when you start seeing a reflection of how you move in the other person. Then you're like, hold on, what are you doing? That looks familiar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand? And they're like, no, that's not. That is absolutely it. And then they start grilling you, and then it just turns into a back and forth, right? Nowadays, yeah. I'm just like, listen, I've done it all. Like, I've done it all. I'm not, you know, so we, my wife and I actually had those conversations because we dated for eight years before we actually got married. So, um, yeah, I've done it all. But okay. as far as like, again, her triggering me would turn it would basically be shit like that though me trying to cover my tracks and she made you anxious yeah but i wasn't not anxious enough to stop though (laughs) obviously not okay so did that um stir up an activating strategy or a deactivating strategy for you the way you felt damn this is where the conversation gets really deep um i want to say that yeah, I mean, I think I flipped into an anxious mm-hmm. attachment style at that point, um, simply because of I knew what a person was capable of because of the shit that I was doing. You understand? And the shit that I was doing wasn't all the way correct at all. Like it was straight to the left, ninety degrees to the left. You know, nothing. It wasn't. It was just abrupt, dumb shit, having flashbacks. Sick. I'm basically About to stop What? So You becoming anxious It kind of gave you um, An activating strategy thing You would say Or Did you deactivate? Did you do things To get her attention? Or did you do things To avoid her? 
is my question. No, I well, I started to, to do she things. You. Yeah, I, well, I started to do things to get her attention because obviously I had a son. That my son was in the balance of this entire okay. situation, and I didn't know how to be a family without actually being under the same roof as that person. But again, like I said, I'm still running around doing shit, you know, whatever. So my actions, they didn't actually mirror what I was thinking. Like, no, I can't be without you, but I'm going to fuck them. <laughs> that type of okay. shit. So we can pinpoint the time in your life where you were anxious. Yeah. Okay. That, that. And then, of course, after um, after my son was born. We stayed together for three more years after we broke up when my son was three. Um, and again, I think the breaking point was when I walked into the hospital room and, uh, you know, had to sign a birth certificate and it wasn't my name. Right. And at that time, we were good in my head, you know, like during the pregnancy and everything and all that other stuff. And I was there when he was born, just in case anybody's wondering. I went home to change my clothes, came back to a dude that I knew by face but not by name <laughs> fucked up did anyway did she ever explain to you why yeah 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 no she we, we had a conversation about it years later um and she was like she wasn't gonna give him my last name thinking that we weren't gonna be together but then I'm like yo that's twisted because that shit has nothing to do with anything at the end exactly. of the day you know but she allowed at you all. to sign the paternity form and all that stuff Oh, of course. So basically, your information is on his birth certificate. He just for sure, for sure. That is that is my my baby boy. Yeah, for that's, sure, that's messed up. Made no sense, but you know, to each his own. Bob's on my okay, side. So hold on, I'm, let me. Can I bask in the love for two seconds? <laughs> all right, go ahead. It's fucked up. But that she would should have never let you sign anything at all. It makes no sense at all. And the crazy thing is, I used to work in the hospital doing birth certificates. You have those mothers that the dad is not there. Dad is not involved in their lives. And when I'm there asking, okay, what you're going to name your child? They'll be such and such, and then they'll give them their father's last name. And I'm looking at them like, is dad going to come sign the paternity form? Oh, no, dad is not around. But I still want to give him or her your last name. Men like that don't deserve it. And here you are, you're there, and it doesn't happen. It's just fucked up. That shit fucked me up crazy i mean it, it, that day was the best worst day of my life mm-hmm. that day because for those people who don't know you can give your child us women can give our kids whatever last name we want like the man does not have to be there so let's say right now i'm pregnant and i let's say i'm pregnant from styles we break up and jay's my man and i want to give the baby Jay's last name Jay doesn't have to sign The paternity form I can still give The baby Jay's last name Yo Jay She so just passed like, herself around I've never seen no shit Like that ever day In my life <laughs> She She gave herself To the crew Alright go ahead I'm sorry Just had to use an example <laughs> Alright so Let's go back on track Alright so How did you lose out By Having this activation Strategy Okay so anxious because I didn't have a stable relationship for um, several years after that because of that traumatic experience. And I felt, in, all right, I didn't feel in my head that every woman after her had to pay for that, but I definitely didn't trust any woman moving forward. Like, 
you know, they all had to have some type of redeeming quality. And once that redeeming quality was exposed, I was out the door because it felt too good. And if it felt too good, then I know what feeling too good feels like. And then the opposite of that. So I'm good. I reached the apex. Got to go. I got to go fuck Shit, those bitches. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> okay. So did do you feel that you lost out on anything when it comes to this relationship? For not communicating things that you should have. No, because this is the thing, right? We can't pinpoint just that. There was a lot of other shit that went with that. Um, I was still young. uh, And in that case, young isn't an excuse. But young definitely is attributed to lack of experience. You understand? So I hadn't felt the pain before. And I felt like I could navigate through whatever, whatever. And I knew I loved her. Right. I just didn't know how to communicate that I wasn't ready to be with that one person unless it was on my time. So I was on bullshit at that time. Definitely on bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the last part, identify a secure role model who is relevant in the situation. Who was your secure role model during this time? My brother, my brother helped me. Yeah. Well, he held me down. Um, and he was the he was the window shopper, so he could actually see everything that I was going through a lot more clearer than I could. You know, um, he wasn't the person that actually allowed me to uh, run around the way that I was running around. You know, we'd have conversations about shit like that too. Um, but yeah, no, that was, and then his his relationship with his wife. You know, that was just that is pardon. Role model material At the end of the day You know I was just Having too much fun Fucking those bitches Over there Them How long did that fun last? How many years? Well I started a magazine So it definitely went through that stage So The entire seven, eight years That we had that Um (laughs) I don't think that it ended Until I got Until I met my wife And then Yeah I was about to say Not even then Yeah like Three years into that it took a long time to filter through. She'll tell you. Shit. Long time. Okay. So I appreciate you being honest with your situation and that relationship. Like, wow, because I'm a podcast and post a lie? No. Like, it's the first time I was able to. <laughs> Jay, did you notice? Like, it was the first time I was able to get so much out of him. And it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Was Jay, don't do that. Don't do that, Jay. Don't do that. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's answering the questions. And even when you try not to answer the questions, I was rephrasing them and getting the answers that I wanted. And it worked. And I thank you for being open. Well, I thank you for being able to communicate and, you know, come across in a manner where it made it made me feel comfortable enough to bear my soul and say shit that I probably will regret when I listen back to this. No, you won't. Because you're going to see how much... I'm sure you. it feels better to talk about it and think about it and see how much you've grown, right? So now, the same question I asked Jay. Do those things trigger you still to this day? For example, if you're out and your wife is constantly calling you, is it a trigger for you still to this day? or? No, nah, it isn't because I've actually let my guard down. So I've had to relearn a couple of things. You know, I had to, to relearn um, that not every... Every woman's in your life with an ulterior motive. 
outside of wanting you to love them back the way that you love them. Right? Because that's an ulterior motive. And I'm with that ulterior motive. It's the other shit that I can't fuck with. And um, nah, my wife made, makes. I keep speaking in past tense. Anyway, my wife makes <laughs> me yeah, happy. Nah, she. Yeah, well, no, she makes me comfortable because she does understand me, and she understands me without knowing the entire story. Because we're still telling that story, you know, and she's still learning that story because you know, doing this Earth forty eight years. It's a long fucking time. Anyway, um, another episode. Yeah, they're like, yo, but it's crazy because I know 10, 15 people just close their eyes like this nigga is old as fuck. But trust and believe, I don't look like half of these Newport smoking 30 year olds. I I was going to say, damn, you old, but you know, I was trying to be respectful to the great. Nah, nah, I am. I am. I I, I own that shit because a lot of motherfuckers (laughs) ain't here to say that. You understand what I'm saying? Niggas is Mm -hmm. getting knocked off at 26. I I own it. And um, it's been a fucking pleasure, you know. Honestly, with all of the yeah, things that I've been through, good and bad. So, mm-hmm. it's true. All right, so I'm going to tap into my relationship inventory. You guys can ask the 21 questions like I, you know, interrogated y'all if you have any. Should we raise right, our hands so, as not to interrupt you? Um, yeah, you could. Damn, I wish I had a bell. Can Shut I play up. the bell? No. I just want to know. I didn't want to. All right. Let ahead. me hear the bell. You know what really grinds my gears? That's not what I was going to play. I, it, God damn it, Jay. Get out of my head. That's not what I was going to play, though. I promise you. Hold on. Let's play. Oh, ain't got nothing. I do. I do. That sounds kind of low. Raise the volume. Okay. Okay. Jay, you have a sound effect whenever you want to ask a question? Uh, let me see. Let me see. Sure. Let's see. Ooh. Ooh, that one's not gonna work. I don't have one. Hold on. Let me see. Okay, I can. I'll play this when I want to ask you a question. Hear this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> Nigga, do and I need you, to go in the crates? Him, yeah, you I gotta. I'm going in my. Look for something crazy. Shit, I'm about to. Get your game faces ready. It's time for potting for shots. I got a question too. You heard? You don't, you don't have a Jay Z sound effect in there? You gotta have a Jay Z one. Who? Jay? You. Yeah. It's only entertainment. That's the only one I, I have. I like, I like the bell. I like the bell. The bell's fire, right? We're gonna go with yeah. the bell. Anyway. All right. Jay, so. Jay bust out my the relationship. Disco drops. <laughs> <laughs> Mine was back in 2001. Right. Um, what was the relationship like? What patterns did I recall? So in the relationship, I was genuinely in love. I gave him 100%. Thought he felt the same way in return. And the patterns that I saw were lies that became consistent. Um, number three, situations that triggered an activation or a deactivation attachment system. My triggers were him not returning my calls lying about the simplest things becoming less attentive and more aggressive with his words my reactions was that I felt anxious I felt like I was walking on eggshells because he became more aggressive with his words I was scared to express how I felt and I felt like I wasn't enough for him 
number five, which is um, talk to. Before, oh, sorry about that. I muted myself. Before we go forward, though, what was your attachment style before you got one of them? Secure. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Okay, so um, an insecure attachment, working model, and principles. So basically, he activated um, my activating strategy, which was that um, I would basically remember his good qualities. I would think about him excessively, and it was hard for me to concentrate while I was at work. I underestimated myself, and I would constantly tell myself that he would change and that all couples went through problems, and this was just something just like that. How I lost out by not expressing these things. I was basically living a fairy tale. I had the truth in my face from the very beginning, and I chose to ignore it for all those years. So I basically invested X amount of years on someone that was lying from the beginning, saw it, ignored it. Here we are. So number seven, the secure role model. At that time, I didn't have a secure role model that now that I look at it was a good secure role model. The only secure role model I had at that time was his mom. Um, And whenever I would talk to her about the situation, the cheating, the lies, she would always tell me to stick it out. Her one phrase was, she would say it in Spanish. In Spanish is, eso se lava con jabón. Meaning, in other words, when he gets home, he cleans his shit with soap and water. So, stick it out. Men do this. Men go through this phase. You guys are good. He takes care of you and the family. It will all end eventually. And I thank God I didn't listen. Oh, yeah, because it sounds like she wanted you to be a doormat. Mm Mm-hmm. So, if I would have had the secure person that I have now, which is my mentor, I would have left that relationship. Like with you, Jay, like within the two or three weeks. Because um, the beginning of the relationship, I played a trick on him. This was back when AOL was out. And when we first started talking, shut up, Styles. Styles is back there giggling. (laughs) (laughs) So I remember telling my cousin, I was like, yo, I met this guy. I was like, do me a favor, hit him up. But don't send him no picture. Hit him up, see if he he talks back to you, tell him you want to meet up. She did that. They set up a day to meet up. When he came to meet up with her, when he came out the cab, I was standing right there with her. He ran. Like, ran, was dodging behind cars and everything. That was my sign right there to meet him. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Why did you move forward after that? Because I was like, oh, we're young. That was young young I was like you know it just started maybe I'm being too paranoid you know and this was how long after you guys met and started talking like maybe the first month had had a discussion been had about being uh in a relationship with each other yeah I met it's crazy I met him one day let's say I met him today right the next day we linked up we went out the next day he asked me to be his girl I was like, you want me to be a girl? I just met you yesterday. He's like, you have until the ending of the night to give me a yes or no. For some fucking reason, that shit turned me the fuck on. And 
this girl that night. I just wanted to jump in. Go ahead. Um, I want the audience to know back then we had less resources than we have now. You understand? So things like discussions with red flags, I'm sure she wasn't a part of because your circle literally was your circle. You know, mm-hmm. um, we didn't have like Google and stuff like that. We had to go straight to an encyclopedia that was printed 10 years prior to us touching that book. But <laughs> so it, it's the, the thing is, <laughs> I'm not judging you, Bob. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because I definitely I was that guy, but I wasn't I wasn't running from nothing. I, I was a little bit clean on my went. shit. But, you know, we ain't running. <laughs> matter of fact, it's funny. I'm going to let you finish because I, I got a story just like that. No, so. go ahead. Say it because I finished so, with that, basically. Um, for those that don't know, I'm a martial artist and I used to um, compete. And this is back then in them days. So I had I used to <laughs> bring women to the tournaments when they were in New York. Right. So one day there was my ex that I was trying to get back with. And then there was another chick. That I was dating this model chick And um, so my ex her, Both of her brothers They're martial artists as well You know And they sh- happened to be at the tournament Them dudes was like my brothers They happened to be at the tournament Or whatever And I had brought the new chick To the tournament So my bro- <laughs> my brothers was there And whatnot, And they was like yo We'll just call her P P was here P is here rather I'm like oh is she so I made my my other brother hang out with the model chick Well, I did what I had to do So it didn't look like we were together Whatever, blah, blah, blah And then when everything was done and said I just got dressed and left I ain't even say goodbye to the ex um, But yeah, not running around We ain't doing that We not just dropping and running and panicking and all of that I wasn't about that life panic. But then like a dumbass huh? There was a lot of situations where Like the answer was there Mm-hmm. Like this is the type of guy he is And I kept giving him the benefit of the doubt Because of our age Is he like that to this day? Yeah but now it's different Because he knows that he is not The type of man that can be with just one woman mm-hmm. And he tells these the women that he's with that So the women he deals with Know the type of man he is And they're either with it or they're not Amen And, and, and I say that to say this Um I don't I, As long as he's being honest I'm good with it mm-hmm. You know what I mean You don't have to con, con, Conform to Society's way Of thinking As it relates to relationships You understand what I'm saying Whatever works for y'all Works for y'all You understand what I'm saying 100%. Y'all wanna have yep. Threesomes every other day And swap out partners That works for you That works for you But yeah. they Don't waste somebody's schedules. time they, Yeah well I mean they, that's, that's, that's fine it's yeah, not for everybody. For yeah, it's oh, not yeah. for everybody. But mm-hmm. you know, I just want to know if he's like for me. I've changed. Like I'm not doing. I'm not on that that type of time anymore. You understand what I'm saying? He's not on that type of time anymore either. Because now he's yeah. coming to himself. Like, listen, it, it's kind of like it, it, think about it like this: like um, the people that have alternative lifestyles with regards to who they fuck, sex, you know, mm-hmm. sex wise, gender wise, rather. You get me? That's a that's a pain in the fucking ass to live in the closet all that time. When they come out of the closet, who are we to judge who they fuck at the exactly. end of the day? And they're being honest with everybody. So he's being honest mm-hmm. with everybody. So if they with it, they with it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And our breakup went that way. 
when we um when he finally left me because I never had the courage to leave him because I was constantly telling myself you know um he's gonna change I was looking at all the good because you know at the end of the day he wasn't a fucked up man besides when it came to that was like his downfall so when it came time for him to cut off the relationship he was open and honest with me he told me you know this is the type of man that I am this is what I'm looking for what I need and I understand that you're not the type of woman that is okay with that so you know it's not gonna work and I respected and I left perfectly fine I respected him more as a man than I did before where you was constantly cheating on me like that you should have just told me this years ago but it probably took him all those years to realize it he probably thought he was just going through his phases I get it you know, he loved you and probably still loves you you know you just you just went and get in line should have got in line literally and figuratively there was one time he told me I kid you not he was like why you just can't be my main chick you'll be the one I live with I come home to and I'll just have the other ones I can't you not gotta respect is, that though no I do Believe That's me, crazy. I can never talk any type of shit about him in any way when it comes to that. Like, you know, when we were young, he did what he did, but cause that was because he was trying to find himself, you know. As he got older and he realized that this was the life that he wanted, he was honest with me about it. And I, I couldn't, I can't. And I'm sure I'm he out here laughing at these little niggas right now. Like, oh, y'all niggas is cheating? That's not how you do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's not how you do it, homie. Yep. You know? All right, so enough about that. Jay, play a clip for us. All right. After doing his inventory, Sam realized that years of living alone and believing in his own self-sufficiency were now being challenged head-on. He was overwhelmed and discussed his new understanding with Grace. Grace realized that she was threatened by the fact that Sam was having difficulty adjusting to her presence. She also saw how she was interpreting the situation and reacting to it in a way that was harming the relationship. She liked her sister's idea of finding a buffer zone. Since Grace's close friend was going out of town for six months, Grace brought up the idea of subletting her friend's studio apartment for a while so she would have a place of her own to do her artwork and other hobbies without worrying about Sam's reaction. Sam was surprised at her suggestion. Knowing that Grace now had an alternative made a huge difference to him. All at once, he no longer felt suffocated and was less bothered by the changes she made. That is literally the classic case or example of how a shift in one's behavior or attitude can affect the behaviors or attitudes of their partner. Yeah, it is. It makes me think of the advice that you've given Huang in previous Mm -hmm. episodes where you'll tell where there was one time you told him to like kind of not make himself too available to see how she'll change and stuff right and so real quick i want to i want to piggyback on what you said so a lot of uh a lot of coaches or i don't know if they're coaches or like these alpha male guys or whatever and a lot of bad advice is hey just go and get you know, with somebody and go hang out with some other woman, you know, start playing women or, or dating multiple women, sleeping with multiple women, and, and, and she'll come back because you're, you're not focused on it. In essence, what they're saying is find distractions, find things and reasons not to 
be wrapped up in her and when she sees you your distance she'll come back I just think it's a bad idea to try to use other people to do it yeah I agree cause hurt people hurt people yeah that's so, what they say mm-hmm. so you're basically using them and that person sometimes can end up start falling for you and it's just gonna be a never ending cycle of the same bullshit because then when that person's hurt they're gonna go do that to someone else and yeah it's fucked up yeah, you start using the people that you're out there meeting as pawns more or less you know they yeah. got you're extracting them from their bubble to come into your world only to fuck them up and send them back because right. you're waiting on somebody else have you guys ever done that yes I've definitely so done I. that yeah me too it's horrible I know <laughs> Shit is, I'm, is I'm laughing crazy. I'm sorry <laughs> to, the, to the men that I've done that to I'm sorry I didn't mean to you know I was in a bad place and I was lost and trying to fill in the gaps and all that stuff and I thought other people having other people to do that with was helping when all I was doing was just fucking them up but we don't realize that though because at the time that we do it we don't go into it with those intentions we go into Mm -hmm. it it's kind of like um they're a painkiller they're not the cure they're just a painkiller which means that I'm still afflicted you know and it just they just took it away for the time being but that pain is going to come back and when I'm when I've gone into situations like that like for instance my first fiance at like 21 um it was it was literally that and everybody that I encountered couldn't basically steer me away from her gravitational pull it was just it was insane it was insane like the stories I could tell you wow but it was it was insane, you know, and I didn't realize that I was encountering other people and, you know, they were all they would they would actually become engrossed in a relationship there that we thought we had. And this one will pop up and I'll be one. <laughs> Listen, after my breakup with um, the relationship in 01, um, even though I respect and understood why. He no longer wanted to be with me. I was still hurt and, you know, feeling empty. And I went, I went through a phase where I was basically using people to help me feel better. And I would not emotionally attach to them. And a lot of them wanted and craved that emotional attachment. So it was fucked up for them because it was just like, damn, why can't you give me more? And I would tell them, you know, I just can't at the moment. I didn't explain what I had went through, what I was still going through. So I'm sure a lot of those times those men thought it was something they lacked. But no, any of you guys that are listening, you didn't lack anything. If I had a connection to you, it's because I was attracted to you some way, somehow. So you had everything I needed. You had everything I wanted, but it was just not the right time. So... I'm going to close my eyes right now because I know there's a couple of dudes banging on their dashboard right now. Some of them through their phones. Some of them toast their iPods. Um, I mean, AirPods, rather. They're like, oh, so you want to do that now? Like, you grown now, but you couldn't be grown then. 
Did you nah, grow I couldn't. Now? I didn't know how to be. I didn't know any better. Just, I, I wasn't, I wasn't aware mm-hmm. of the things that I am aware of now. Mm-hmm. And my communication sucked ass. I've been working hard on my communication now. And I know there's a lot of conversations I have to have with certain people that I hurt in the past. Because it's not fair that they're probably still to this day wondering why. It didn't Are you work. guys still why friends now, this? though? I'm friends with all my exes. Oh, so there's no, uh, my, I guess the reason, I guess, to have a conversation. Yeah, that's why. That way they, they know. Because whenever they ask, they be like, why? Some of them ask, like, yo, Barbie, why didn't it ever work? I was like, hey, shut up. That's my favorite escape line. Shut up. You just tell them shut that, up? You know. And they still hang out? Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> um, I tell you to not, shut up all the time. I'm not. You yeah, but I'm here. not fucking you. Um, so this is the <laughs> thing. True. Um, it, it's yeah. I just felt like they needed a voice just now. I just chimed in. That's the only reason I chimed in. Okay. Nah, and I'm sure they probably won't care to hear it. If they decide to listen, they listen. If they don't care to hear it, then I'll just keep it to myself. But if y'all want to hear it, let me know. I think that's how it has to happen, though. Because if you're in a good space right now, why do that? Because that's mm-hmm. selfish. At this point, you're doing it just for you. You're not doing it for them because they didn't initiate the conversation. They didn't bring it to you. Yeah, and it could possibly open up old wounds that they don't care to open up, bring back memories they don't care to revisit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'll do it that way. I'll ask them if they're open for it. Twins are arguing in the background while I'm talking, so that's going to be there. Um, That's I'll fine. It's them. organic. We good. Mm-hmm. I'll ask them if they're open to the conversation. If they're not, if it's something that they're over with and they don't need the closure, because you but, definitely but don't always need closure. For That's That's but. my thing, though. You don't even have to ask them. They hadn't brought it to you yet. Y'all cool. So why just be cool? Just be cool. Now, you could tell with certain little side comments they say with certain things that yeah, but if they, they still right. wonder what happened. What happened? Do they do they work. wonder or do they they on some like yo you really fucked me over? I don't. They wonder. They wonder. Yeah. Only one. Only one? one has been on some like you really fucked me over. Like I had this vision, I had this plan. Like he was working on a plan, and I completely. Well, let me over. let me let's do this then. Um, there was a point where I felt like I I owed exes apologies. There was a point where I've actually reached out and given them apologies, but we weren't cool at that time. You get what I'm saying? There was no, if we're cool, I don't feel like I need to do that unless you ask me. You ask me, that means that you're willing to have the conversation and then I can explain myself. But if you didn't ask me and we're cool and I bring it to you, that's selfish because now it's just like, I'm just trying to clear my conscience. You understand what I'm saying? I need you to understand why I was a dickhead. Jay, I need to know what's your advice. So for me, for me, I I couldn't be cool with them until we had that discussion, until I let them know why I did what I did. Like it was always because the the nature of a woman anyway is like, I want to know. I don't give a shit. It could be Mm -hmm. 25 years ago. I need to know. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? So that was kind of the segue to us being able to become just friends and, and 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 kick it so um yeah so if you're but my I think therapist that I do, and i'm coming I do know to you one relationship was it if you're my therapist and i'm coming to you and i'm telling you i want to have these conversations with exes mm. would you tell me 
only have them if they're questioning or is it healthy? Would it be healthy or for me to have it even if they don't care for it? Like how? Right. Which way? Because it may be a situation where you need to unload this shit. You understand what I'm saying? Confession is good for the heart, for the mind, for the soul. Right. So it, it may there may be a situation where you need to unload it. However, uh, there could and I see Styles's point. Like there could be a situation where it's like, yeah, yo, I was good. I didn't need to hear that. But I think most people have the question and would like the answer. That's just my personal opinion, my professional and personal opinion. Actually, I think that most people in order to get some closure on a situation, you have to have something. You know, like, and and why not give them the, the the truth? I agree. Well, she she said that as the therapist, because remember, the therapist is my lawyer. You know, so basically, you're defending me. So they're gonna tell you if you well, if you need to have the conversation, go ahead. But remember, we just talked about um, running through motherfuckers, waiting for the other person to, to to free up, so we can go back over there. Why would I interrupt somebody else's life With some shit that they don't need to hear I'm married right now You know what I mean And I'm, I haven't spoken to all of the people that I've wronged But mm-hmm. in the space that I'm in I'm not even thinking about doing that You understand what I'm saying Why would I do that And I would be mad if someone from my past That has fucked over me Decides to reach out I didn't ask you for that I didn't ask you for that I'm good oh, yeah. Yeah, Take that yeah. shit up the block. Get, yeah, I get both ways. Yeah. Hold on a second. I think it depends like, on people want to come to the kitchen and I'm recording. <laughs> Can we leave that in? <laughs> Jesus, I'm sorry, guys. Um, I get both, but you know, of course, when it, I get, I like to get Styles perspective, and then I throw the therapist questions to Jay to see which ways, and I do get both. Right, because it can be selfish for you to unload, unpack a whole bunch of shit to someone that already done moved on on the situation. But then there's some people that really didn't move on. They fronting like they did, and they need to hear certain things, right? Who are you to determine whether they fronting or not? I'm gonna tell you what's crazy. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what's crazy. Just this. What's today? Wednesday. So maybe it was over the weekend. I had a discussion with a young lady that I used to deal with. Um, through social media and <clears throat> excuse me <laughs> and she actually um she mentioned some things about and she's happily married mind you right like everything's cool mm-hmm. but she mentioned some things and, and you know she reminisced a little bit and then she had some questions <laughs> and I could have very easily been like well you know you've moved on I've moved on life is good for the both of us why does it matter but I feel like there was this one little thing that she never quite was able to wrap her mind around. I'm not saying it kept her up at night. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that she couldn't function in life if she never knew, right? But it was just one of those things that's like, just out of curiosity, what was the issue here, right? And and in some way, I believe me being real with her and being transparent with her actually helped her to be able to move forward in her current situation not that it was holding her back but more so that now that she understands that it can help her in dealing with him in future in the future you know what i mean yeah definitely but but you see what happened there right jay 
She came to you You fucked Facts. her up She Facts. came to you You didn't go to her like Listen <laughs> You might be happily married You know what I'm saying But when you found that number And you saw those pictures First of all that wasn't me But the, you saw them pictures You want to see them I mean to fuck your life up But let me Let me explain to you Why that happened it didn't happen like that She was like Yo check this Check yeah. this out My guy I've been walking around With this splinter in my foot All my life after you Can we talk about The solution to getting This motherfucker out So I can move on Yeah, yeah. So I did reach out To a guy once That it didn't work out with And You know I used to always Sit here And say like You know It didn't work out Because of him So one day I was like Mind you When I say one day it's within this year because this is the year that I've been working on myself and like changing my perspective on thinking and things, right? So one day we were talking, I was like, Why didn't it work out? And he was like, It didn't work out because of you. He's like, You swore you a nigga. He was like, You were Barbie, the male gigolo. He's like, You had a whole bunch of niggas thinking I was stupid. He said, And I wasn't stupid. He's like, If you would have dedicated your time to me and only me, it would have worked out. And mind you, yes, I was Barbie the fucking gigolo. These kids are driving me crazy. I was Barbie the gigolo, right, during that phase. And I would do certain things to reassure him that he was the only one, like to make him think that he was the only one. Like I remember even giving this man keys to my apartment, like, oh, he has keys to my apartment, you can come whenever you want. You know, so he can feel secure about the situation. He never used the keys. Now I know why Because he was He, knew he was scared on What he was gonna walk into Yeah I did the same shit I gave my No one's had my, the keys to my house Except for my wife I gave my wife the keys Before we were actually married And that was to Shore her up Like yo You could fly in Whatever you wanna fly in Touch down Put the key in the door You good Like This is not Just my house anymore It's our house And this is when we were dating Right and that was just to reassure her, like, she knew how I was. <laughs> she knew what I was hitting for. But <laughs> with that, I was trying to dispel all of the, you, well, you can't dispel the rumors because the rumors were true. But you understand what I'm saying. Just trying to understand. put a mind at ease. You know what I mean? You can pop up if you want to pop up, even though popping up might not even be in your genealogy. But it's cool. Just come through Here's the keys I'm here there Ain't shit ever happening I used to pop up in Dallas Just hop on a flight Just be like Hey It's good But not on any pop up thing You know New York niggas Just be trying to get away What happened? Why? Who hit her? She muted nah, the phone again it, She's screaming at somebody I definitely get it um, I've been the same way The exact same story man Gave my lady a key And Hey you know You can come whenever So I have a very interesting story, guys. Um, before I gave my wife the keys, I was actually smashing this chick at work. Uh, and my wife and I, we were like, I don't even think we were official at that point. We might have been official. We might not have been official. I don't know. But anyway, the chick had came to the house. My wife was here. Now I live in the building. And she rang the bell downstairs. So we're laying in the bed. And I'm like, and this is the day that she's actually flying out. What's going on? So I'm like, the fuck? Who the fuck is that? So then, of course, I start sweating bullets because I'm like, why the fuck is somebody ringing my bell? They know better. Don't come to my house unless you call first. So I'm like, man, let's get in the shower. Boom. We got in the shower. We're in the shower. And then somebody banging on the door. 
So I hop out of the shower, half-ass dry off, start throwing on clothes so the clothes are drying me off because I'm still wet. Pause. Then I go to the door, right? And luckily I had everything. Grab my keys, boom, 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 go to the door. I squeeze out the door because this person is trying to basically come in and I'm squeezing out the door to go out, close the door behind me. Thank God for slam locks. And she was like, yo, I thought you were supposed to be doing blah, 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 this, that, and third, and you wasn't even supposed to be here. So if you knew I wasn't supposed to be here, clearly you was on some FBI shit because you're here. Anyway, mm-hmm. where you going? You going home? Come on, let me take you home. So she was like, nah, I'm going to catch the bus, blah, 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 all this other bullshit. So at the time I parked, I, I used to park my car across the street at, the, uh, at a municipal parking lot. So I went, got the car, spun the block, came back, sitting in front of my um, building. Guess who's walking up the block? Back to the building. After she seen me leave, because I'm leaving, right? Or so she thought I was leaving. So you're going back to this. So I'm like, yo, what's up? Where you going? She was like, oh, then I was like, get in the car. Boom. She got in the car. She lived like a couple of towns over. So I dropped her ass off at home, came back. And my now wife, <laughs> then girlfriend, I think. I don't know if we were together at that point. But anyway, playing it off like a G. Like ain't nothing happened Ain't nothing to talk about Blah 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 Dropped off at the airport Right And then come to find out The the other one Was following her post On Instagram Mm. Like oh so you're here You're there And I can't get in contact With this nigga Oh Excuse what I'm saying It was so much Excuse me So much easier back then Like the, The climbing the way That The way social media And everything is set up today that shit makes you settle down. You understand what I'm saying? You're settling down. Period. Now, nowadays, girls don't even care if you're in a relationship, but that's a whole other story. Nah, they care. They care. Not really. They, they to care. To a certain extent. See, the thing is this. If you, if you're, if they're dependent on you, they care. You understand what I'm saying? No. No, it's not. The thing is this, too. A lot of people... Like to use certain situations as, like, I don't know. For example, Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats. Is that so a good example? Some, yeah, some. You know how many posts I've seen? Oh, your soulmate could be in a relationship right now. Your soulmate, but that's could be a fact right though. Now, that's 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 a. See, the thing is, that is a whole fucking fact. It doesn't mean that you should go around breaking up marriages right. and relationships in an effort right. to actually find you your soulmate for them. Man. You know. And I'm yeah. not even saying in the sense of I know you with, with, with styles, but when you, when, you know, but you're gonna be my. Not even in that sense. You know I'm what I'm saying? It, like this, a lot of people take it. Yeah, they do. Point. Yes, I, I've been that dude. I, like, oh, he's and I think I was married, that dude too. Okay. I think he's still but so made. I'm gonna I, stick around. I've been, yeah, I've been that guy. guy before, but but that's not that's not what that is. The, the, yes, the, your person might be in a relationship right now. And that once that relationship runs its excuse me, once that relationship runs its course, and once they've had some time to heal, maybe then they can come into your situation. I agree. You understand what I'm saying? But I agree. Make make it a story to be told that doesn't include you. What is it? Make it a story to be told that doesn't include you. You weren't the catalyst for the end for the ending of that. Excuse me, that relationship. You get what I'm saying? Because the thing is, when when a woman jumps out of one relationship with this man right into a relationship with you, or if you've been like cheating with her and then she comes, man, it's a whole she bringing a whole lot of problems and baggage, and and there's a lot of 
mistrust and all kinds of crap that hey, comes yo, along with that. Jay be making me feel so fucking broken. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what the fuck, yo, Jay? I was just the bag man, I guess. I don't know because it wasn't get out I've of that guy. Though, I was bro. moving around like. Move, I'm trying to put the pieces to the puzzle together And there's a thousand pieces All right. Yeah. So unfortunately It requires me to touch 90% of them Before I can get to the one that actually goes into the spot I'm trying to find Unfortunately, But they weren't You weren't in a steady relationship with all these women I or mean, you were as far as they were concerned them. It wasn't Exactly I was I a very all think I loved it Yeah I was a very Well see and that's the thing yeah. Leo's are funny Right Because when we care we care Right We may not always care the right way but we can't You understand And we're very stingy What's mine is mine So even if you didn't like the girl You would make her think she like um, you would make There's no such thing as me I'm not gonna see And that's another thing Like I pride no, myself on being can, with people that I like can, Of course But you can like them to a certain extent Like them Yeah Just to deal with them But not be in a relationship with them So there's some certain like, people Yeah Like I've been with women that I, I You know I wouldn't do anything for them you know, and when I say I wouldn't do anything for them, it's like because you know I have like a, a, a pride or something, right? Mm-hmm. And so because I have this pride, like you don't really have like a really high, significant place here. But I'm not gonna let you go hungry. Like if you say, "Hey, I don't have anything to eat," I'm gonna make sure you eat. Mm-hmm. But I'm probably not gonna go and like just do something. Like extravagant Just because And these people You gave them enough To keep them around Probably And that sounds horrible (laughs) When I listen to it You you definitely gave them enough To stick around Stick around But it was But here was the thing It wasn't just like I was like Okay I'm gonna give you enough To stick around It's kinda like what Styles just said Like I actually like you enough That if I know you Are like Hungry. I'm. Not, I will not feel okay not being. You, you know what I'm saying. Do, you do that for a simple friend. I would do that for a stranger. Absolutely. However, it's different. So okay, I'll tell you about a situation. Um, I had a young lady that I was seeing, who I think there would be times that she would be hungry, but she didn't want to tell me that. Mm-hmm. But I sensed it or I noticed it. Like, so I could have very easily been like, well, if she was hungry, she'd say something. You know what I'm saying? But for me, I'm like, I think sometimes she'd be hungry. Right? <laughs> I'm sorry I'm laughing, but how what what would you see or catch on to to tell you she was hungry? I don't know, like I don't I don't know how to explain it. And maybe I do know how to explain it, but I just don't want to explain it because then okay. they're gonna know who I'm talking about. Okay, perfect. You can leave that alone. All right. But like it it was a I'm just like, damn, I think sometimes like they literally Go to bed hungry, mm-hmm. and and it and I don't think it was a situation where it was like, you know, I'm, I'm fucked up to the point that I can't eat. But whatever the reason is, maybe it's because I got to feed my kid or whatever, and so I'll go without or whatever. Yeah, it was just I would feel like that, and I'd be like, man, fuck that, like I'm not gonna let that happen because I rock with you, but I don't rock with you the way I rock with the other ones, mm-hmm. but I still rock with you enough that. If I feel like this is what's going on, I got you. I get it. All right, so that's going to lead me to the next and final clip, which is interesting. And I'm see, see what happens when we disappear for two weeks. I know, we come this back is, with three-hour episodes. So far, <laughs> it's been amazing. It's been amazing. I'm sure you guys are enjoying it. 
right, so here's the next and final clip. Final clip, guys, promise. Other people do find a way to live in relative peace with colliding intimacy needs. How do they manage? They come to terms with the fact that when it comes to certain aspects of the relationship, things are not ever going to change. They understand that they can choose to live a Sisyphean life of ongoing disappointment and frustration, one in which they will continuously fight a losing battle. Or they can change their expectations. They can learn to accept certain limitations and adopt a number of pragmatic life strategies. They admit to themselves that in certain areas, their mate is never going to be an active partner and they stop urging him or her to change. They stop taking personal offense when their mate pushes them away and accept that this is simply his or her nature. They learn to do things on their own that they previously expected to do with their partner. They engage with like-minded friends in activities that their mate is unwilling to participate in. They learn to be thankful for what their mate does do and to overlook what he or she does not do. We know countless people who, after having struggled with ongoing intimacy conflicts, finally make a shift in their mindset and find a compromise that they are able to live with. So, my question to you guys, do you think this is a realistic way to live or would you consider this settling? I think whatever you feel comfortable with, it's not for me to judge. So if you're okay with it, I'm great with it. You understand? So, and it sounds like people, whether they've settled for it or not, as described by the person reading the book, um, sounds like they're fine with it. And if they're fine with it, why am I stepping in to tell them that, yo, that's wrong. Shouldn't be like that. So... If they're you think okay they're with really it. fine with it? I don't, I, I don't know. Part of the, me feels that with situations like that, that people, you know, realize that their partner is this way and they're set in their ways and no matter what, they're not going to change. And they just deal with it. In my opinion, once again, guys, no judgment. Like Style says, whatever makes you happy, so be it. But in my opinion, it's like if you're the type of person that likes to go out and have dinner with your partner then afterwards go out dancing and the man you're with or the woman you're with doesn't enjoy doing that so you're gonna now find a friend of yours that likes to do this just to have that fulfillment when you could just meet someone that likes what you like yeah yeah no i don't think that we can again the only way that we can even cast judgment on that educated judgment as if Bob you came to me you was like yo you know this dude is not a night owl I'm a night owl I, I like to be up all times at night you know but he doesn't do that and it that's the only way that I can judge that situation but I didn't hear that in that yeah I heard that that's they can coexist <laughs> and if they can coexist who the fuck am I oh yeah I understand that that's what I was gonna say it's only settling if it makes you unhappy yeah. there you go bingo yeah. yeah, it's only selling if it makes you unhappy, and you're like, well, you know what, I'm just gonna go with it. But if 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 it's a situation where you're like, like you know what, this person loves me unconditionally, they got my back, like all everything, they check all the boxes. They just don't like to go dancing. I'm okay with sacrificing the going dancing to be with this wonderful person. That's totally different. I don't consider that settling. Okay, how about the situation? 
where um with your clip where um the guy he was basically feeling overwhelmed when the girl moved in and she was willing to get her own apartment so they can live separately again you guys hear the tone in my yeah. voice it's like oh my god to me yeah. again it's me i wouldn't be okay with that now there are some of you who are okay with that i'm not judging you but it's like when you think of you know what i can't even say what you think of because everybody's idea of a relationship and how it is is differently so whatever so what what happened with that was she she actually kind of started to recognize his attachment style and his needs in a relationship and she said hey you know what like i can try to accommodate it let's see if this works that's basically to me that's what it was let's see if it works i'm willing to try to see if it works and she did it and well you know he had an epiphany like no baby (laughs) don't go nowhere i want you here stay don't get exactly and that's the thing like sometimes we even ourselves think we want things a certain way because she understood that if I try to like force this on him, like he's going to be agitated, he's going to be annoyed, he's going to be irritable, it's going to be, we're going to bump heads all the time. So I'm going to fall back a little bit, give him a little space. And she had, I don't think she really had any idea that it would play out the way that it did. Yeah, I didn't think it would have. Yeah, exactly. But the thing is, now he understands like, okay, she's willing to work with me and, you know, I don't want to lose it. Like, maybe I could. Because you got to understand, she's in her own space now. You want your space? And maybe you wanted your space because you wanted to be on some bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now she's not press, pushing the issue or pressing it. And, and, she, and so you automatically think, like, she might want to be on bullshit too. Baby, come back. Like Sal you know said <laughs> earlier, when the other person is doing shit that you know that you do, you start seeing it, it's a whole different story. Exactly. So, yeah, guys, I was, you know, going to try to dig deep into that. But at the end of the day, everybody's um, view of a relationship is different. Who am I to judge? I think the main point that Jay said, it's not settling if you're happy. So that sums it up. Dare to be touched. Here's the quote of the day. Okay, we're finally bringing the episode to an ending. Two weeks without recording. That's how we missed each other. Missed you guys. So, closing words. Talk to the people. What's the best advice you can give them, guys? Oh, don't. I'll go, I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> don't, don't keep making the same mistakes over and over again. Like, that's the main thing. Like, when you know. If something doesn't work, don't keep making the same mistakes over and over again. Because, like, that's what I got from the um, from the exercise that we did. It was like, okay, this happened. How did it make you feel? How did you respond? You know, are you triggered? All of that, basically, or what triggers you? Like, if something actually triggers you or if something makes you uncomfortable, then when you see it, you need to run for the hills. Like, don't repeat that. It's it's a waste of time. You know, you already you already know. You just definitely stay away, stray away. And, you know, it's not settling if it doesn't make you unhappy. Yeah, that's, that's, we need to put that on the shirt. Hashtag Jay. 
styles? Um, do what makes you feel happy. <laughs> I'm over here trying to take notes with a fat ass Sharpie. Anyway, do what makes you feel happy. All right. Also, don't reach out to your exes trying to clear your own conscience. It's fucking selfish. If they come to you, do it. If you just feel like you need to get it off your chest, write that shit down, put it in a bottle, toss it in the ocean. That's all I got for you. That's a good exercise, too. Write it down, burn it, let it go. I do that. I write shit down and burn it. All right. So, my advice. And, guys, it's just a, just a reminder I'm speaking based on the things that I've learned things that I've gone through so my advice is looking at my past relationships and diving into things without trying to be a victim I've realized that both parties have faults and failed relationships and I feel that the sooner we realize this the sooner we'll realize no one is perfect we're all a work in progress express your needs as well as your limits and ask about theirs if it's something you can't live up to keep it moving so Everybody, let them know where they can find you. Wait, before we do that, a special congrats to Jay with the news that he posted today. So, for those of you who don't know, Jay is now a producer at Grind City TV. Where's the applause running? Yeah. Find it. That's, there that's you go. Congratulations. Jay, can we can can we understand what that means exactly? So it, it just means that. Uh, I produce shows like I have uh, a couple of shows that I can actually uh, treat well, create and put together and, and put on the, the network kind of like I do with my own show. Um, and then like, you know, if, if someone comes with an idea or two that we want to, you know, it's a good idea, but we want to make it better. I have the creative control to do that. So what's that mean? That means that we're plugged in. Does that mean that we can actually have a conversation after we get off the air and fill up? find out how Bob and I can actually get plugged in. Chase the plug. Yeah, I definitely I definitely think that's yeah. Oh, no, nah, I'm just playing with you. I feel like I'm being black right now. Nah, so but here's the thing though, like it, it would literally mean it would mean two two main things. It would mean um that we it would have to be very consistent on a consistent basis and, and it would have to be, you know, uh we would deliver a whole season to you in one shot. It wouldn't wait, is this stuff live? Yes, TV. You. It is. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna we we gonna we gonna have a conversation offline because I, I got some shit cooking up. I just hadn't spoken to Bob yet, though. Okay, oh, oh, yeah. okay. We got some shit cooking. I'm really happy for you, Jay. So I decided to pre-record this at Bob's request because it would actually be easier. However, this is like take ten. Anywho, you can catch me at Brunch L Podcast with. My good sis, Bless Jess. You can also catch us over on Live Happy Hour. You can also catch me on Friday Night Lives with my good sis, Bob, whenever we sit down and tighten up. Yeah, I don't, who, who fucking knows when Friday Night Lives is coming back? I shut up. You see the ice shut up? See how I just throw it in there? I, I just I can't. You know what's funny? I get slammed on my head for not mentioning it. And then when I mention it, I get slammed on my head. So I, I just don't, I don't even know which way to go with it. You know what I mean? I just don't know. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. Hey, Jay, let them know where they can find you. You can find me on Grind City um, TV Network. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Facebook at the Cognac Room Podcast. Twitter is the Cognac Room. 
And of course You know You could always find me On all major platforms At the Cognac Room Podcast Thank you again for tuning in We apologize for the two weeks But I think we just gave y'all two weeks worth of content See y'all next week Please subscribe, rate, and follow Barbie on IG And let underscore Me underscore Touch underscore you Facebook at Let Me Touch You Podcast Twitter at Let Me Touch You 3 And on YouTube at Let Me Touch You Podcast Want to be featured on Let's Connect? Simply call 929-359-3229 And leave Barbie a message Your message will be on an upcoming episode Thank you for the continued support See you next week Stay safe and stay blessed